Welcome and thank you for choosing the Mental Mindset Podcast presented by DBC Sports Psychology. Mental Mindset is hosted by Andrew Tosi and Zach Perkins, who will discuss mental skills, tips, and tricks to help you, your child, or your athletes be the best version of themselves in and out of sports. We hope you enjoy this week's Mental Spark. Hello, and thank you again for joining us for the Mental Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Zach. And we are so grateful that you're here with us today. Today, we're going to be talking about motivation. We're going to be talking about what motivates us, what doesn't motivate us, what different types of motivation we have, what different types of motivations can uh, be out there in the world. And uh, we're going to give a lot of good examples from our experiences, our different kind of backgrounds uh, and personal kind of stories, and then make this a, a very fun and interesting episode for you. Zach, when I say motivation... What comes to your mind? For me, it's all about drive. Like what drives you, what makes you kind of tick as a person and what forces you to move forward or strive to be the best that you can be. Kind of like the rock song. It's about drive. It's about power. That kind of song, right? Please, please don't do that again. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm, uh, I am no Dwayne the Rock Johnson, so I'll, I'll save myself. But, but yeah, man, there's, there's a lot of different types of motivation, right? So when we're thinking about motivation, we're thinking about this aspect of where it comes from and, and like the types of it, right? I always want to explain that there's two different types of motivation. There's an intrinsic motivation and there's an extrinsic motivation. When I say those things, what, what do you think, what do you, uh, what do you assume like pops in your head when I say those two different types of motivation? I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is when it's just like internal, external is based on kind of, you know, just the beginning of those words where I get it from. So what are things that make you uh, motivated internally? And then what are outside factors that kind of drive you to perform better? Yeah, I mean, you're pretty spot on, right? So like an intrinsic motivator uh, involves performing a task because it personally is rewarding to you. Um, and an extrinsic motivator involves compete, uh, completing a task or exhibiting a behavior because of an outside cause, such as like avoiding punishment or like receiving an award or like the championship or something like that. So um, when I say those things, which one do you think motivates you um, for yourself? I think just personally with who I am, I am much more of an intrinsic motivator. Um, obviously, there's situations as a hockey coach, right, where uh, – what was the word you used, the, the other one? Not intrinsic. What's the other? Uh, extrinsic. Extrinsic. It was not happening right there. So uh, as a hockey coach, you know, extrinsic, extrinsic motivation um, shows itself all the time, right, whether you you're it. at playoffs – championship games, whatever it may be. So like, you're going to have those situations pop up. Um, but for me as a person, I'm very driven, uh, internally. There are factors from growing up from just experiences that I've lived that drive me in a much more, uh, maybe not always healthy manner, but they push me to be the best person that I am at any given point. Absolutely, man. Right. And like, and they're useful in different aspects of our lives, right. In different, in different moments and different, um, kind of characteristics, right. So like an extrinsic or an extrinsic motivation, right. Is really beneficial in some cases. Uh, like a good example is like working towards uh, a, a reward of some kind, uh, can be helpful when you need to complete a task you might not normally find pleasant. 
Um, so something like, I don't know, like cleaning the bathrooms or cleaning the house. Like sometimes those things are not enjoyable or doing laundry, but we know that eventually when we get them done, it's going to feel pretty good and we're going to have to do that. So it's kind of one of those, like, that's my reward. I now have clean clothes and a clean house. So Merry Christmas to me. Right. And meanwhile, an ex- an intrinsic motivation, right. is typically more effective long-term. Uh, it's more effective for like achieving our goals or completing tasks in a way that make you feel fulfilled, like inside. Um, it's much more of a, like a lifelong kind of fulfillment, uh, finding that intrinsic motivation, right? So can you see ways or areas in your life that like you use both of these in different ways? Yeah, hundred percent. It's really funny when you just talked about extrinsic there, um, about having like the, the little, you know, carrot, I guess at the end of it, right. To be kind of like that reward immediately. All I could think about, and I don't know why is like, I just completed this task. Now I get a chocolate bar. And I don't know why that was like this. <laughs> it's stupid, Do the truffle right? Shuffle, baby. Do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> it's yeah. stupid. And like, I don't understand like why that popped into my head, but that was just like the immediate, I guess it's like instant reward, right? Where um, intrinsic is, it's probably not instant. It's really something you build on and you build towards, like you said, where you're setting goals and you're trying to achieve those. You typically are not going to set a goal and achieve it immediately. If it's something a little bit more personal or a little bit more um, building towards who you want to be, right? That's going to, that's going to take place over a longer period of time that you really have to drive and pay attention to, and maybe even set many goals to reach that end goal. Absolutely, man. Right. And, and another good way to kind of look at this, right. Is, is like an intrinsic motivator will kind of get you there. Right. So like, think about like an Olympic athlete, right. Their intrinsic motivation when they first start Olympic trials usually comes from within, like they're, they're driven by themselves. They're driven by this aspect of, I want to compete. I want to, I want to be the best version of myself at all times. And then when they're in the competition, when they're in the Olympic trials, when they're in the Olympic games, the extrinsic motivation kind of kicks in, right. This aspect of now I'm fighting for a spot. Now I'm fighting for uh, a medal. Now I'm fighting for my country. Like there's this, extrinsic aspect of it that kind of kicks in and makes it very very meaningful to them right it's like a it's a short burst extrinsic i guess the best way to explain it is extrinsic is a short burst intrinsic is much more of a slow burn right it's a it's something that kind of drives you throughout like a workout program or something like that like you don't see immediate results but knowing that like it's something that is driving you uh, and coming from within yourself it, it kind of lasts a little bit longer it's interesting too because if you take that like to a business kind of setting, right? Like just in the everyday world, that's a very, like, those are very real scenarios again, right? You're going to build over time. You're not going to be a CEO on day one, unless you're you and you start your own company, right? Thank but, you. but in most corporate jobs, like y- you have to take the time you have to build and there's your goal setting of, Hey, in X amount of years, or at some point in my life, I want to be the CEO versus the day-to-day tasks of today, I need to get this done tomorrow. I need to get that done. And and if I get these done, it helps me build towards, you know, kind of achieving my, my job right now and getting, you know, good remarks from my boss on my current position. Absolutely, man. And, you know, and even in someone like my situation, like an entrepreneur, someone who starts their own business in, in our past experience in our past jobs, right? Like I was intrinsically motivated to gather as much knowledge and as much experience as I possibly could from those above me, those who were already doing what I was kind of looking to do. And so that you kind of have this motivation to be like, you know, I, they're where I want to be. I'm going to be driven by myself, right? Like the, this aspect of like, this is what I eventually want. And I'm going to take notes. I'm going to try and better myself. And then when you start launching it, right? 
right? This aspect of like, all right, I'm going to create my LLC or I'm going to create my S Corp or whatever kind of business you're going to be running, right? This aspect of finding what is driving you on the outside. Like, why am I doing this? What What is the bigger picture? What's What's the big event at the end of it, right? Like those kinds of things you start to think about more and it becomes really meaningful to you and you take ownership of what's yours. And I think that's that's a big motivator for me, right? Like this is a name that I've created. Uh, this is a name that um, I had a lot of help kind of processing through and like the, the structure, the organization, all those things came from past experiences. And I'm grateful for the people that have helped me get here and the people that have helped me kind of find my motivation and also find what drives me uh, on the outside, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think, you know, another big part of it is we're, so we've, we've talked about motivation and we try to understand like what motivates, but I think there's important aspects of that too, where it's not just about, you know, what motivates us as people, but making sure that we take the effort and we drive the effort we're putting in uh, that's created by motivation in the proper channels, right? So we have to make sure that we're, we're using the motivation in the proper direction. We're pushing in the right way to do what we need to do. And then how hard are we pushing? It's important to make sure that we're not just aimlessly doing things. We need to almost be able to measure those and to understand and make sure we're doing things the right way. Absolutely, man. Um, and, and you bring up a really good point, right? For like managers, for coaches, um, really for anyone in a leadership position of any kind, even even captains and things like that. I always want to help explain, and, and this is something I learned through a podcast that I listened to and, and through my own experiences of kind of working my way up uh, in a different company, right? People will do what you ask for a what, right? Like they will do what you ask them to do, right? But they will give their life for the why. If you explain why you're doing something or why something is beneficial or why we're doing this drill or why we're doing or practicing this skill, it, it gives them buy-in, right? They, they have this aspect of like, okay, now we're a little bit bought in. I at least understand why. I may not agree with it, right? I may not understand, I may not truly understand the full why or think like this is the dumbest thing we've ever done. But as long as I know why we're doing this and I know what the, the overall accomplishment is supposed to be, I, I can have a little bit of buy-in in that, right? So like you always want to give that why. Don't just tell people what you need from them or what you expect from them or what you want from them. But like, why do I want this from you? Why do I expect this from you? And why are we doing this? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's important to kind of touch on. That's why when we started the podcast, right, we started at episode zero and it was a short little trailer kind of idea, but it was our why, because at the end of the day, like we want you guys as listeners to know and understand the importance of, of this to us, why we feel like it's important. Um, and kind of where our motivations come from to, to drive us to continue to do the podcast week in and week out and why we enjoy doing it so much. Absolutely, man. You know, like he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. One of my favorite quotes, uh, and no, it's not the one tattooed on me, but it might as well be. Um, right. And th there's another one that I also love too, of like, you can motivate by fear. You can motivate by reward, but both of these mo methods are only temporary. The only lasting thing is self-motivation, right? So like this is where like that intrinsic motivation is really what's most important, right? Extrinsic stuff comes on the day or on the situation, right? Like you've worked all season for that championship game. So the intrinsic stuff, right? Like when I think about myself as an athlete, like 
every game during the regular season, there's much more of an intrinsic motivation, right? Like I have a, an inner drive to like be successful or set a goal for that game. And then like when you make the States or you make the playoffs, like then those games become more important. It's like now we're driven by something bigger. We're driven by the aspect of like, of like the championship or the cup or things like that. That's why like the motivation swings and like momentum swings, like those things become so important when you're watching sports and like to feel that feel that drive, feel that, feel that change. It's, it's so valuable. I guess I'd like to ask you a question um, just based on I your like experience, yeah. just based on your experience and kind of things you've gone through. So I want to go back to that quote you just talked about where it was, you can motivate, motivate by fear and you can motivate, motivate. Well, I can't do it today. Motivate by reward. But both of these methods are only temporary. The only lasting thing is self-motivation for sure. As a coach, or as a business leader, whatever it may be, I think it's easy at times to find yourself motivating with fear because you're in a position of power, right? Mm -hmm. You can also motivate by reward. I can pay more. I can give my players extra days off to recoup and recover. There are many things you can do to either motivate by fear or motivate by reward. Mm -hmm. But how, as in one of those positions, how do you, how do you work to motivate or I guess have your employees or your, your athletes self-motivate because there's gotta be ways to do that where the, the people you're working with don't know, you know what I mean? Like you should be able to motivate them without them knowing you're motivating them. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so a a really good way to do that. Right. And this is, this is where it comes down to like a coaching philosophy, right? Know each and every one of your players, your employees, like by themselves, right? Like know who they are as individuals. You and I are two different kind of athletes, right? Like you may be motivated by the fact of like a coach getting in your face, screaming at you, telling you that you're a, like a piece of shit or something like that. And then I may be motivated by someone coming over and giving me more constructive feedback or something like that. If I'm only coaching or leading um, or instructing one way, I'm missing things. I'm missing certain athletes. I'm missing. I'm missing um, the ones who don't respond the way that I'm. I'm leading either by fear or by reward. Like it's about understanding each individual athlete. Again, you mentioned uh, earlier in the podcast, right, about like leading authentically and coaching authentically and being yourself, and that's true. When you're talking to the whole team, absolutely coach coach the way that you know how to coach. But like when you're giving individual feedback or you're giving instruction or a player walks in your office and asks for help, don't don't still be that way. Like understand your athletes. Does that answer that question? I think that's the best way to do it. Like understand their why or like or their how and then give them senses and reasons as to like what can motivate them themselves. Yeah, no, definitely. I like it. And I think, you know, the biggest takeaway or the most important part of all of that to me was really making sure like you do understand their why. And ultimately, their why is what makes them tick, right? And that's what motivates them. So you gave a great example of like the, the whole coaching situation, right? But in like a business setting, that I work in a job in sales, right? There are salespeople who are motivated. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, there are people who are motivated by money. And mm-hmm. typically, they make great salespeople because they want more money. And that's how that world works. There are also people in sales roles, I would consider myself more in this line of, I'm doing it because I like to help people. And that's why I coach as well, right? I do it because I like to help people. And there are times where I think that's lost uh, because 
again, I'm in a sales role. So people are just out. You just like money. You just want to make as much money as possible. Not understanding that what makes me tick and what's most important to me is making sure that I'm still helping people at the end of the day. Absolutely, man. And that's, and that would be a much bigger, that's a big intrinsic motivation. You know, for you that, that comes from within, like that's a big helpful thing for you on the inside. That's what motivates you to, to help people every single day. And, and I would say that that's um, something that like I also am motivated by, right? Like I say, like the reason I got into this field is I want to help or have the opportunity to help one person every single day. Not that I can or that I will, right? But this opportunity to do so is presented to me every single day. And that that is what drives me. Uh, and that's one reason I wanted to sign up with the podcast with you, right? Like this aspect of like, we talked about if we can hit one of our 100, 200, 300, whatever amount of listeners we have, we can just hit one of them each podcast. That's a win in my book, right? Like I just want to relate to somebody and help that one person because that's all that matters to me. Um, I would love to hit everybody, right? But again, when we're talking about motivation, sometimes what we say and what we're talking about may not resonate with people and that's okay, right? But again, we're doing it for the masses uh, or we're doing it not not for the masses, but for the individuals. Uh, and I think that's that's the biggest part, right? Like giving skills, giving tips, giving tricks that people can take back, ap- apply to their lives and kind of and kind of move forward with those things. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the important thing, right? It's just under it, at the end of the day, it's just understanding. It's making sure you have a full understanding. You're taking the time as a leader, as a coach, even as uh, for your coworkers, right? Make sure you're taking that time to understand the people around you. Uh, you can't just go blankly into things with with no understanding because at the end of the day, you're either teammates with somebody, you're trying to you know coach or lead. Uh, you have to motivate. It is on you to continue to motivate the people around you just as much as it is to motivate yourself. One hundred percent. And if you're and if you're listening and you're curious and you're wondering what do my people think of me, right? Like what do my what do my athletes think of me? What do my coworkers think of me? What do my what do my team players think of me? Right? Like if you're a leader or if you're just a regular old day person, right? Give them an opportunity to do something called a three sixty feedback, right? Send out a survey monkey link and just ask for feedback on things that you're curious about. Like, how would you describe my leadership? How how am I doing with giving you feedback? How am I doing with giving instruction? Like, how am I doing with um, keeping the team cohesive? Like, ask those things and make it anonymous, right? And then you'll get feedback. You don't know where it's coming from. And that's that's the most important part. So people feel comfortable giving that feedback, right? And we'll have a podcast later down the road about giving feedback and taking feedback because that's one of the hardest things to do as people. But also one of the most important. Otherwise, we never grow, right? But like, if you're wondering, give them give them the opportunity to give you that feedback so that you can understand how you're doing and where you can make adjustments based off what they're saying to you. Yeah, and again, I think that's a great call, right? Go into that later on. Um, I think it's just cool though because you you're going to start to see those two things tie together, right? I think feedback can be a motivator. Um, And it's more to me, like personally, it would be more of an intrinsic, right? Because it's going to, that's just who I am. Like I, again, as a coach, as a person, I like to serve. I want to make sure people around me are happy, are healthy, are, are supported, are doing what, you know, what they are, are getting what they need to perform at their best at any given point. Um, So it's kind of cool to see how those two can tie together pretty easily. Hell yeah, it is, man. Hell yeah, it is. And like, and you know, these kinds of conversations are what keep me motivated, right? Like this aspect of just us still discussing these things and getting the word out there. Like, like I am, I am super motivated to be motivated. 
That was horrible. That was just horrendous. That one didn't stick. That's okay. I don't care. I'm still motivated to be motivated. You know what I mean? It's all right. It's an intrinsic motivation for me. But yeah, I mean, uh, again, I, I think this was a really good conversation on motivation. I think it was one of those opportunities for us to kind of explain two different things. I will, again, post different slides on, on different aspects of not just intrinsic and extrinsic motivation, but also different aspects of what makes up motivation, like the two different kind of the concepts, things that we just didn't discuss here to like kind of add on and, and, and continue to give more detail on this um uh usually the day the podcast is released so i'm pretty excited for it all right you've got one last task before we wrap this thing up okay i like tasks. it's it's tuesday morning podcast is just coming out at 6 a.m we need some weekly motivation what do you got for us great question zach Uh, one of my favorite quotes is by randy palsh the brick walls are there for a reason the brick walls are not there to keep us out the brick walls are there to show how badly we want something because the brick walls are there to stop the people who don't want something badly enough. They are there to keep out the other people. I think that simplifies motivation and and is one of the best quotes ever. I love it. I think that's awesome. And that's one of those things too, that like you just need, sometimes you can create motivation for others just on who you are, how you're acting, what you're doing, right? So be part of the problem, not part of the solution. Wait, hold on. Be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Let's try that one again, huh? Whoa, <laughs> I messed that one up, but that's all right. That's all right. But but yes, be be part of the solution, not part of the problem. And, and energy carries, right? Uh, I think that's a big thing. Like just carry that energy through and, and you'll be uh, surprised as to who it infects. So definitely. All right. Well, appreciate the time this week. Uh, thanks for thanks for tuning in with us. We will obviously you can get a hold of us. Like I tell you every week, uh, mental mindset podcast at gmail.com. We have the website. We have all of the social media uh, areas where you can either shoot some DMs or whatever it may be. And I guess from there, we'll see you guys next week.